Welcome to Title Chicks. I'm Alba. And I'm Andrea. And we are the, the Title Cheekies. As a disclaimer, the information that we are providing is strictly for educational purposes only. Learn throughout our daily experience in the title insurance industry. We are not attorneys, accountants, nor financial advisors. So grab a pen and pad and let's go. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Title Chicks. I'm your host, Alba. And I'm Andrea. Remember to hit the follow button. Not only does this help us pay the bills, it also helps us grow. Yes, and please also do not forget to leave us your Instagram handle under the comment section so we can give you guys a huge shout out on our next episode. So who are we shouting out today? So today, the shout out goes to our girl, Tracy Archer at Notary Hive. We love you so much, Tracy. Thank you so much for everything that you and your team um, does for us. You guys are amazing. And they are definitely highly recommended by your title chickies. So today we have a very special episode for you. And I know all of our notaries and realtors are going to be super happy with this one. Yes, I've had clients and agents tell me they've had closings where the closers just have their clients sign and do not explain the loan documents. That is crazy. I've actually heard that as well. Huge no-no. Yes, that is a definitely huge no-no. I mean, if you think about it, most people, this is only going to be their first and last closing. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want to take your time and explain the documents. I mean, they're basically signing their life away. Yeah. And I don't know why they do it. Maybe it's because, you know, they're in a rush or they just don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, y'all. Your title cheekies got you. Because in this episode, we are going to go over the loan documents. And it's super easy to explain. It's super easy as one, two, three. What we're going to do is we're only going to be doing the loan docs. There are many different loan packages, but the one that we're going to be doing today is a conventional loan package. We're just going to go over the loan documents, not the title documents, because as you know, title documents change depending on the settlement agent or title company or attorney office, whoever you're using. Okay. So just the loan docs. So Andrea is going to play the buyer, and I'm going to be the closer. Okay. So, buyer, are you ready? Absolutely, ma'am. So, is this your first time buying a home? Yes. Congratulations. I am so excited for you purchasing your first home. So, for first-time home buyers, I always take a little bit extra time to explain documents. So, you definitely want to explain to them not to forget to file their homestead exemption. There's huge benefits for filing um, homestead exemption, and they have to do that by March 1st here in Florida. Um, taxes are going to be due November 1st of each year, and then there are benefits, like I told you. So one of the benefits, which I know you had asked me last time, is you can receive up to 50000 in homestead exemption, but the, um, the first is 25000 and then you guys can also receive additional exceptions, like if you're in the Army or if... I know, I heard that if you're blind. You blind, can also, yeah, yeah, blind, disabled, mm-hmm. widow. Yeah, widow. So there's a lot of um, benefits to our Saver Home Amendment, which is what it's called. Um, the value also cannot increase more than 3% per year once you file for your homestead exemption. And also, certain creditors cannot file any liens or judgments against your primary home. Mm-hmm. So that's another benefit of filing for homestead exemption. So another of the important things is they have to pay their mortgage. So the mortgage is always going to be due two months after whenever you close. So what are we? We're in March. So your first payment is going to be May. Mm -hmm. And then you tell them the amount. 
And then we also let them know if in that amount of taxes and insurance are included. If not, that's something that they have to pay on their own. And they also have to pay homeowners association on their own. Um, and I also inform uh, first time home buyers of mailing scams. As we know, there's a lot of mailing scams and we get calls about that all the time. Mm-hmm. So inform them of the different types of mailing scams that are out there and we do have a list. And we also inform the buyers um, that their servicer may change. So they may be closing with bank A right now, but in the future it's gonna sell to bank B. The terms of the loan don't change, just the servicer's name. <laughs> and we also tell them that the title to our home, which is gonna come from our office, it'll be mailed to them in about 60 to 90 days. And they'll be receiving that in the mail with a survey and to keep that in a safe place because we only provide that one time. All right, so let's get started with the loan docs. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go over the closing disclosure, y'all. Though this does look familiar because my lender sent it to me at least three days ago. Yes. Three days ago, but I, I still would prefer to go over it. Yes, so your lender does send you your closing disclosure prior to closing, um, three days, at least three days prior to closing. So I'm gonna go over the first page. So the first page of the CD goes over the terms of the loan. So is it a 30-year fix? In your case, it's fixed for 30 years, conventional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It shows you the loan amount. It shows you your interest rate, your principal and interest. Mm -hmm. It also shows you if there's a prepayment penalty, Mm -hmm. which in your case there's not. It shows you prepayment penalty means that you can pay off your loan and full at any time. Okay. So if you win the lotto in a year, two years, you can pay it off. You don't have a balloon payment, so that means that you can take the entire 30 years to pay off the loan if you wanted to. You don't have to pay it off by a certain date. It also shows you the principal and interest, and then the taxes and insurance. So down here is your PITI, which is principal, interest, taxes, insurance. Okay. This here shows you an estimate of what the lender is collecting for taxes, insurance, and homeowners association, and MI if applicable. Mm-hmm. This section shows you your total closing costs. And then this section shows you your total closing costs, down payment, and any credits that you're going to be receiving at closing. Okay. So page two of the CD is an entire breakdown of all your closing costs that you're paying from the lender side and from the title side. Okay. Okay. So section A shows all the loan origination fees. Section B shows any appraisal fees, credit reports, Mm -hmm. third-party processing fees. Section C shows any survey fees, title insurance, um, endorsements, uh, recording fees, settlement agent fees, etc. Section E will show the recording fees for the mortgage, the deed, the county taxes, and the um, doc stamps on the mortgage. So the transfer taxes and the doc stamps on the mortgage that you have to pay mm-hmm. to the county, and that's going to be always based on your loan amount. Um, the doc stamps under deed and where we're at, the seller pays that. So you don't have to worry about that. Okay. It also, section F, um, shows what we're going to be collecting at closing for your insurance. So we'll be collecting an entire year at closing for your homeowner's insurance. Mm-hmm. And then this section also shows you the prepaid interest. So because you don't have to make your mortgage payment right. until May, the lender will collect the interest on the mortgage. Okay. Okay. Um, this section here, section G, is your what's called your escrow account. So think of this like a savings account. So mm-hmm. your bank opens up a savings account, and that's where they keep your taxes and your insurance mm-hmm. so that when those policies are due, 
they'll have enough money to collect and pay those policies. Mm. Um, they're only allowed to collect a certain amount, and that's why you see an aggregate adjustment. And then sometimes you'll have what's called an escrow shortage. Mm -hmm. So that just means that either the taxes went up because the property values went up mm -hmm. or the homeowner's insurance went up and your bank will require that you send more money in for that escrow account. Mm -hmm. And then escrow overage, which everybody likes, is you get money back okay. for your escrow account. That just means that they're holding too much money. They're only allowed to hold a certain amount of money. And the other section would be um, any HOA dues that you would have to pay. Um, or any transaction fees, like in your case, you have a transaction fee from your brokerage, and that's something that's paid directly to your realtor. Okay. And then the bottom shows you the total closing costs, okay? Okay. Which transfer over to page three of the CD, okay? So that's why this and this match. Oh, okay. okay? The top section of page three of the CD is what replaced the GFE, which is the good faith estimate, it shows you what the lender proposed you were going to bring to closing. Mm -hmm. And then it shows what you actually ended up bringing to closing. It also goes over the sales price again, the closing cost that I just went over with you on that second page. And then it also goes um, over any credits that you're going to be paying to the seller at closing. So in your case, you have to um, reimburse the seller for HOA dues because okay. they've already covered this month. So you're giving them back credit from the day of closing until the end of the month because HOA dues are due monthly in your case. Oh, okay. You're also going to give the seller credit for the non-ad valorem portion of the taxes because when they paid uh, the 2022 tax bill, this portion was billed in advance. Oh, okay. Okay. And it seems that you also are paying the seller a um, extension fee. So because the seller gave you a couple of extensions, you have to pay the seller an extension fee. Oh, okay. Okay. And you're also reimbursing the seller for an invoice that the seller paid on your behalf here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. I remember that. Awesome. And all that looks right? Yes. Okay. Section L of your CD, which is still on the third page. It's going to show you any credits that you're going to be receiving at closing. So you've already deposited this amount in escrow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's going to be deducting from your closing costs. The loan amount that your lender is lending you is also a deduction. The owner's policy that the seller is paying on your behalf is also a deduction. And then you also are getting, um, you had an additional deposit mm -hmm. for yeah. your second escrow deposit. So you're also getting that deduction. There. Okay, yeah. You're also getting a tax credit from the beginning of the year until the day of closing because it's going to be your responsibility to pay the tax bill once that tax bill comes out November 1st. Mm -hmm. So because the seller didn't, because you didn't own the property and the seller did, the seller's already giving you 20 days of credit for those taxes. Okay. Okay. And then down here, it shows you again the cash to close amount, which you've already wired. Page four of your CD, um, it just goes over information. So is your loan, can you assume this loan? No, you cannot assume this loan. That means that you cannot transfer this, you cannot transfer title to someone without the lender's authorization. Okay. okay? So the demand feature is that the lender cannot request that you pay this loan upfront because it's not a balloon mortgage. Okay. So that would only apply 
to balloon mortgages. Mm. So let's say that you had a balloon mortgage that balloon in five years, then yes, you would see that this that it does have a demand feature, but in your case, you don't need to worry about that. Okay. You can take the entire 30 years to pay off the loan if you wanted to. You also do not have negative amortization because you have a fixed rate loan. Okay, yeah. Partial payments, you cannot make partial payments because you cannot send half of your mortgage payment on the first and half of the mortgage payment on the 15th. Everything has to be paid at once. Okay. You can make additional payments towards the principal mm-hmm. of the loan, but not partial payments. And you do have an escrow account in your case. Section five of the CD goes over the total payments. Um, so the loan calculations right here shows you the total amount. So let's say that you take the entire 30 years to pay off this loan and you did not make any additional payments towards your principal, this is what it would cost you over the life of the loan. Okay. Okay, it also has other disclosures like appraisal. You have the right to receive an appraisal, um, contract details, liability and foreclosure. This just means that if the lender was to foreclose, they can uh, legally go after you for deficiency balances. Okay. And then down here is all the contact information. So let's say that you needed to get a hold of the lender your mortgage broker, your real estate agent, the listing agent, or even our office, all of our information is below. Okay. Okay. This is the Alta closing statement. This is the same exact document that I just went over with you. However, this is goes over your closing costs and the seller's closing costs, and this is also what's going to authorize us to fund the file. Okay. Okay, but everything is the same. Mm-hmm. Did you have any questions, buyer? No, not at this moment. Okay. You understood everything? Everything good? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So the next document that we're going to go over is your mortgage. So your mortgage is 20 pages long. Oh, wow. Yes, it's a it's a lot of pages. Mm. But don't worry because basically what this document says is pages 1 through 19 just talk about the terms of the loan. So who's lending you the money? How much money are they lending you? When do you have to make your payments? It also talks about taxes and insurance, that you have to ha- pay taxes and insurance, which in your case, you have an escrow account. You don't need to worry about that. Um, you do have to pay homeowners association on your own, though. That's not included in your payment. Okay. And obviously, if you don't pay, you don't stay. No, love. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Get some pay. You got to pay. <laughs> yeah, because it talks about different ways um, that they can you can fall into foreclosure, obviously. Not paying taxes. In your case, you don't need to worry about that, like I told you. And also in the state of Florida, if you don't pay your homeowners association, they can foreclose. Mm. So you definitely want to get on a payment arrangement if you happen to fall behind. Okay. So, and this writer right here, which is the PUD writer, is letting you know that the property that you're purchasing has a homeowners association and is not covered by your lender. Okay. Okay. This next document is four pages, which is your note. This is your promise to pay. Okay. okay, it shows you, again, your interest rate, who you're paying to, how much, and then this is your promise to make that payment from the first payment all the way until you pay off your loan in 30 years or whenever you pay it off in full. Okay. So this is your amortization schedule. Great reading material when you're bored. It shows you from the first payment date all the way to the last payment what portion of that payment that you're making is applied towards the principal Mm-hmm. An interest, and it also shows you the remaining balance, as well as your beginning loan to value. And then as you can see, it starts going down. Mm-hmm. Now, the moment that you make additional payments to that mortgage towards the principal, this table will change. 
This is just assuming that you pay as is. Okay. So the initial escrow account disclosure statement is just the lender um, disclosure letting you know that you have an escrow account and how much they're holding in your escrow account. Okay. okay, and then see right here, it shows you the total. That's because when the policies are due, this is what they're going to pay. Okay. Okay. All right. The borrower certification authorization and consent form is a TPA. It's a third-party authorization, and this is what the lender uses um, to request any documents, uh, any third-party documents on your behalf. So order credit, verify rental history, verify anything that they need to verify. Okay. Compliance agreement, this document just states that if for any reason pack, this package is lost on the way to the lender or the lender forgets certain documents in this package, if you can comply with them to get the document signed in a timely matter, if something is missing, they'll notify me and then I'll notify you. Mm, okay. And then timely matter would be less than a week. Mm. Signature, affidavit, and AKA statement. So when you're applying for credit cards, the way that people are inputting the information in the system sometimes is incorrect. So that's why you'll see your name spelled incorrectly or different names. Okay. That's just how people are inputting the information in the system. Here you're testifying that this is your legal name. And if you go by any of these names, then you would sign there under your name variation. Consent to receipt of electronic communication form. Basically, it's just an authorization so that the lender can communicate with you. Um, electronically, so via text, email, etc. Okay. And the same thing goes to consent to receive text messages. That's pretty standard. Okay. So this next document is a privacy policy. This is um, the lender's privacy policy, and it just lets you know what they do with your personal information, who they share it with, and who they do not share it with. Okay. Residential mortgage credit score disclosure exception notice. They just need to notify you that this is the credit score that they use to approve your loan. And in your case, it was done through Equifax. Okay. I have a question. Yes. The, the last page before that one, where the lender is. The privacy policy? Yes. Mm -hmm. Can I opt out of that? Yes. You can opt out of it. You do have to um, mail this form in. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. See how it says do not share information. Okay. So you would definitely, if that's something that you want to do, then that's what you would do. You would go ahead and put do not share information, mail in the form. It shows you where you need to mail that form to. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Occupancy and financial status affidavit. So this is just an affidavit that you're signing, testifying that because you're taking out this loan as your principal residence, you have 60 days to move into the property and you must remain in the property for at least one year after closing. Mm, okay. And then this is what I spoke to at the beginning, um, that the lender can sell your loan. That's how they make money. Um, so it, right now you have bank ABC. It's going to be transferred to Mickey Mouse Bank. Okay. But the terms of the loan will not change. Okay. Okay. Just who you're going to make those mortgage payments to each month mm -hmm. and the loan number. Okay. Notice concerning the furnishing of negative information to consumer reporting agency. This is just a disclosure letting you know that the lender is going to report to the credit bureaus whether you make that mortgage payment on time or not. Okay. Non-applicant affidavit. This is just letting you know that um, your spouse is not a co-borrower to the loan. 
they're just signing off because um, they're not entitled, but it's your primary home. So in the state of Florida, they have to sign the mortgage and they're not on the loan in this case. Okay. Under the Federal Equal Credit Opportunity Act notice, this is just letting you know that the lender cannot discriminate when lending. They have to lend to everyone. It does not matter color, race, national origin, sex, marital status, if they're an alien, anything. Mm-hmm. They have to lend. Mm-hmm. The statement of anti-coercion Florida is just letting you know that the lender cannot push you into using a homeowner's insurance company of their choice. You can choose whoever you want. Okay. The impound authorization form is just letting you know that the lender is escrowing the account, and this is the authorization so that they can pay taxes and insurance on your behalf. Okay. Acknowledgement of receipt of appraisal report. This is just um, disclosure letting you know that you have the right to receive a copy of your appraisal. If you have not received it, you can contact your loan officer and they'll get that to you. Okay. Notice to purchase your mortgage or is just letting you know that our office, which is the settlement agent, we're going to be issuing the loan policy. So we'll issue the loan policy to your bank and then we'll issue the owner's policy to you. Okay. The loan policy protects the bank. The owner's policy protects you. And that's that document that I told you that you have to keep in a safe spot. Okay. Certificate of loans to one borrower. Okay, so you're certifying under penalty and perjury that you do not have any additional undisclosed um, loans. Just a little side note, we spoke about this on episode 14, Closing Table Matters. So this is one of the reasons why it's important that you guys do not take out any loans. Okay. Borrower affidavit regarding ability to repay um, non-qualified mortgage. So again, here you're testifying that... Nothing in your income has changed. So you still have the same employer. You do not have additional debt, um, et cetera. So there's nothing that can keep you from making that mortgage payment on time. Okay. Hazard insurance authorization and requirement. So you can change your homeowner's insurance at any time. However, the moment that you change that homeowner's insurance, you have to notify the bank immediately of that change. What happens is if you change your homeowner's insurance and the lender sees in the system that they that's changed, they're going to issue what's called forced place insurance where they buy a policy for you. And it's like three times the amount of a regular policy. Mm. So anytime you change your homeowner's insurance, fax in the new policy to them, contact them to let them know that that was faxed in and keep the outgoing fax confirmation because it's super hard to get rid of forced place insurance. Okay. This is an automatic clearing house application, so you, you can set up your automatic payments. I always tell my clients to wait until the account is set up in the lender system because sometimes, yes, they keep the loans for 30 days. Sometimes they do not. So if you you know complete this and then you're relying on them to use this automatic um, payment feature, but the loan is sold, it might not get paid. So always just set up automatic payments once your account is set up with the servicer online. Okay. So this form, contact consent form, they, they use this in the event that the property goes into foreclosure. So it's a funny thing in the closing table. We always tell our clients, just put the person that you don't like the most. Okay. <laughs> because that's who they're going to call. Okay, got you. <laughs> so all these documents, so W9-4506-T, the lender uses this um, borrower consent to use tax return information in the event that your loan is audited. So auditing doesn't happen to every loan. It's kind of like a lotto of what loans they select or not. But in the event that they do choose your loan, 
Um, that's why they make you sign these forms. And these forms are only valid for 60 to 90 days after closing. Mm. And it's for auditing. And then the last document is your 1003 loan application. This is what the lender used to submit your loan into underwriting and get approved. It has all of your personal information. So it's kind of like a snapshot of your entire financial history. It shows where you live, where you work, your schedule of real estate owner, if you own additional properties, your schedule of assets and liabilities. It also um, shows any earnest money that you've deposited, et cetera. Okay. So did you have any questions? No, ma'am. I think you went over that very well. Why, thank you. I am so pleased <laughs> that you enjoyed my loan documents <laughs> explanation. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, it's it's not hard. I know that, you know, if you're new to the business and you see a document like this, you might feel like, whoa, but what is this? But the more you see the documents, you know, the more comfortable you're going to get with them. And again, just read the top of the document and that's how you're going to guide yourself to explaining the document. And study, study the document. You know, before you actually do a closing, look at the package if you're not familiar with it, you know. Mm -hmm. Study it and see what is it. You know, like us, I mean, I've been doing this for what? Nieces, 18 years. And I still get packages sometimes. I'm like, what is this document? Mm -hmm. You know, like the funniest document I had <laughs> was a proof of, what was it called? It was an affidavit. It was called proof of human, proof of human. Basically, the affidavit said that you're signing this affidavit to prove that you're alive. Oh. Okay? Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> Imagine if I wouldn't have looked at that affidavit before. <laughs> would have been like, what is this? <laughs> what do you mean, are you alive? It's almost like, you know, when you're online and mm -hmm. the robot thing, click here to prove that is yeah, so annoying. It is. Oh, my and you God. would have been paranoid because, you know. Yeah. If they would have so, said no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have said no. I said, it's okay. I see dead people all the time. Both so, of y'all would have been running out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, guys. So, you know, just study the documents. You know, get familiar with the documents. Don't Do go role ahead. play. Yes, role, role play. play. Yes. Come back to this episode. You guys can actually listen and download this episode as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. It helps us. Yes. So, that's all we have for today. I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode and that coming back to this episode, you guys will actually learn something new. If you like this episode, let us know and we'll do more episodes like this. We have so many different loan packages, commercial loan packages, SBA loans, um, construction loan packages, FHA packages. This was a conventional, but it's so many different ones that we can do. Okay. So, yeah, let us know. And, and remember... remember if you have any additional questions or if you're looking for a friendly and knowledgeable closing agent for your next purchase or sale, we would love to hear from you. Leave us a comment below. Email us at titlechicksfl at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at titlechicks. Until next time. Bye. bye.